Hello and welcome to another episode of Daily Feasting on the Words of Christ. Alma here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Um, and today I was in Mosiah chapter 16 and this is the uh, last uh, bit of Abinadi's speech. Last chapter where he's talking. And um, he talks a lot about the resurrection. And... Judgment Day. You know, what's, what's going to happen once you die? You know, and how your choices here on earth affect what's going to happen to you when you die, basically. You know, telling them, like, the, the, the actions you do here, the things you do here on earth, do have consequences beyond death. Like... It's not that, like, your actions here matter. There are consequences. You're not just going to die and then, poof, all's forgiven. No, that's, that's not how it works. Right? Like, if you chose to follow Christ, chose to do the best that you could with what you had, then you're going to find mercy at Judgment Day, right? Those who are good are going to find themselves in heaven. Those that are did not choose good, you know, that chose to rebel against God, well, they're going to be cast out of heaven. You know, they're not going to be able to live with God forever. And that's because of their choices, you know. If they made that choice, that's what they get. And, you know, this has been the same old story that prophets have been preaching for since the dawn of time. And it's probably because people still don't get it. <laughs> they still don't get that when you don't keep the commandments here, you're not going to, like, how does Abinadi phrase it? Let me, let me look that up real quick, because that might be slightly more helpful than me trying to, yeah, and then. It's as if there was no redemption made being an enemy to God. That's how it will be for them in the life to come. And if they were evil in this life, the resurrection of endless damnation, being delivered up to the devil who hath subjected them, which is damnation. Now, because they, so Christ extended the arms of mercy towards them, and they wouldn't accept it, you know. Like Christ performed the atonement for them, and I think this is more talking about those rebellious people, whom they have a knowledge of Christ, and I'm not one hundred percent sure, but. They have a knowledge of Christ and his commandments and they choose not to follow them. And, you know, they <clears throat> have agency, right? So they choose. And if they choose not to accept that mercy, then they're 
they're going to be subjected to the devil and damnation and misery and not fun. You know, not fun at all. Sorry. And this has been preached since the dawn of time, right? Since the beginning of the world, this has been preached. You do get, you're going to end up in heaven, you do bad, you're going to end up with the devil. Fairly simple. Right? And yet there's still a lot of people that don't believe that. You know, they continue doing whatever they want with almost this sense of they don't believe that there's going to be consequences for those actions or that they can't be that bad. You know, like, I don't know. But, obviously, they just, I don't know. The gospel just makes so much sense to me. Like, of course you'd want to do good. That's where you're going to find joy. And here on this earth, and in the life to come. If you choose to rebel against God in this earth, you're not going to find joy in the life to come. You know, your joy is going to be short-lived here. Because life here is short, comparatively. And, I don't know, it just... I just don't... I don't know. The gospel makes so much sense to me. It really does. And when I am able to remember... You know, because sometimes I let things that bug me or annoy me or anger me or get me down become my focus. And I forget to bring in the big picture about things sometimes. And that's where I fall. You know, is when I'm forgetful about the big picture. Forgetful about what really this life is all about. And that's where I falter. Because then I make choices that are based on something that doesn't last. You know, if I were to make choices based on things that do last, like the gospel, Jesus Christ, right, then I, I think I'd make better choices more often than I do. But sometimes I just get so caught up in my emotions in the present moment and I forget the big picture that... I don't make choices that in the long run, you know, have the best effect. And the priest, I don't know that they cared. (laughs) You know, I... I don't know. I'm trying to see it from their perspective. But they're, it's almost very childish, (laughs) the way that I'm seeing it, that they, 
their sole focus is the present moment. They don't want to consider the consequences. They don't want to consider the big picture because all they want to do is to have fun and to do the right thing sounds like hard work and doesn't sound like fun. Right? <laughs> That's That sounds really childish, really immature to me. And these are grown adults. <laughs> And so they don't control their carnal desires or their selfish desires. They don't control themselves and they don't want to. Doesn't that just sound awful? I don't know. It, it does to me. I just don't understand. I really don't. And, you know, Abinadi even explains, you know, if we didn't have Christ and his redemption, then once we die, we'd all be subject to the devil and there wouldn't be a resurrection. So we'd just be spirits back to where we were, but in a more miserable state. So like he's even explaining how awesome Christ's atonement is. He's explaining what happens to you after you die, depending on your choices and the priests, like we all know what happens, the priests are still angry with him, except for one. One actually is like, oh yeah, wow, this makes sense. There's something right here, right? He actually listens and thinks about the bigger picture and he's like, huh. Yeah, maybe the choices I've been making aren't the best. And everyone else is, you know, I wonder if they're like, know that that's true but they choose to be angry instead of choosing to change like Alma does but we'll f find out more about that tomorrow because we're going to be reading a, a bit more about that tomorrow and <clears throat> you know speaking of people who get angry when they're told the truth in Luke chapter 3 Herod does not like it when John the Baptist tells him he shouldn't have his brother's wife. John is very straightforward and honest. He's awesome. In Luke chapter 3, you have all these different groups of people coming up and asking him, okay, what, what do I need to do? For Roman soldiers, John the Baptist is like, well, don't accuse anyone falsely. Don't do any violence and... Be content with your wages. And then for the Jewish people, he's like, well, him help other people who are less fortunate than you. You got two coats? Give one to someone who doesn't have one. You got food? Give some food to people who don't have any. You've got, like, publicans coming up to him, the, the tax people that everyone hates. They come up and they ask him, and... They're like, oh, what do I need to do? And he's like, well, don't exact any more than what is necessary, right?
And it's just, it, he's straightforward. It's awesome. And there's a brief mention about John baptizing Jesus in here. Very brief. Um, and actually half the chapter is about Christ's lineage all the way down to Adam. So longer than the one in Matthew. The first chapter of Matthew. It goes all the way to Adam. Not gonna lie, I tend to skip over those verses fairly quickly. But yeah, I, I guess people don't like it when they're told that they need to change. And, <laughs> you know, I guess especially people who are super content or, you know, find a lot of pleasure in whatever lifestyle they're living. And then someone comes over and is like, hey, the way you're living is going to end up getting you in trouble and you should change. I guess people really don't like that. Weird, right? So they get angry and they throw people in jail or they tie them up or whatnot. And it's just... This happens all the time and it just kind of boggles my mind. I don't know. like in the scriptures it makes so much sense you know it's obvious that they need to change right it's not like a it's not like we're shitting there rooting for the wicked people being like well but they were they're fine what wrong were they doing no it's like very clearly stated what they were doing wrong so in the scriptures it makes sense to change you know, maybe if I was in during their time, I'd feel differently. Kind of glad that I'm not there during their time. I don't know. I I like being in the time that I'm in, <laughs> and I get to learn from them about what happens when you don't change. You know, I get to learn from them that when a prophet says change, you change. You know? Don't time up, throw them in prison, or try to kill them. Never ends out, never ends up being good. <laughs> right? Listen to the prophet, does what he says, and you'll be fine. You know, I can learn from these people and make that choice and just be like, follow the prophet, just follow the prophet. You'll be so much happier if you follow the prophet. You know, just be good to everyone. Do the best that you can. You know, and don't exert authority over others. Find ways to serve them. But, yeah. So, that's what I'm getting from the day's reading. (laughs) Follow the prophet. When he tells you to change, change. You know, 
If he says what you're doing is wrong, you need to do it differently, do it differently. It'll be so much better for you in the end of all the prophet. Because we all know how these stories end. When they kill the prophets. So, I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening again. Remember that God loves you. You are amazing. And I'll talk to you later. Mm -hmm.